From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 26th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. This morning in Powell, a northern suburb of Columbus, two residents were stabbed at an assisted living facility. ONN's Lindsay Mills has the story. Deputies remain on scene at this assisted living facility and people who have family who live here have been driving by to check in and see if their loved ones are okay. I spoke to one woman who was understandably very concerned about her mother-in-law who just moved in here uh, about a week ago. Deputies were called to the Abington of Powell assisted living facility around 8 this morning. They say one resident stabbed two others. The suspect in custody. We are expecting to learn more from the Delaware County Sheriff's Office. I'm Lindsay Mills. There are new details about ongoing issues at the Indian River Juvenile Correctional Facility in Massillon. After the latest incident Saturday when 12 inmates broke out of their rooms and barricaded themselves in a school building armed with makeshift weapons. ONN's Brianna Dahlquist in Cleveland has more. This all comes just one week after a brutal attack on guards. Now, a state representative said that there were 77 assaults so far this year. And officers tell us that something needs to be done. They said this all could have been avoided if the higher-ups addressed the ongoing staffing shortages, made safety a priority, and actually changed policies to hold inmates accountable instead of the hands-off approach. I'm Brianna Dahlquist. A former doctor who served as a college physician in southwest Ohio has been charged with multiple counts of rape and other sex crimes involving 15 women. ONN's Dave James reports. 42-year-old Donald Gronbeck was indicted in Greene County on a total of 50 counts dating back to 2017. He was the campus physician at Antioch College in Yellow Springs from 2015 to 19. He also had a medical practice in Yellow Springs. Gronbeck surrendered his medical license earlier this year after being subpoenaed by the State Medical Board of Ohio. His attorney says there's another version of events from the one told by Greene County Prosecutor David Hayes. Dave James, ONN News. The jury has a break from testimony in the George Wagner IV murder trial in Pike County. ONN's Yolanda Harris explains. His brother Jake Wagner, the man who admitted to killing the Roden family in 2016, has been testifying for two days, but we haven't seen or heard any of it. An appeals court is working to change that and get permission to record him on the stand. Jake described the day after the murders and all the actions the family took to cover their tracks. He told the jury that he felt immense guilt and has tried to erase the murders from his memory. I'm Yolanda Harris. Columbus City Schools are making changes after at least four incidents this year involving guns being brought to school. ONN's Olivia Eugenio reports. The district approved building alarms as well as access card readers. The security system would cost almost $200,000. The access card readers, $35,000. This comes the day after Columbus police filed charges against a 17-year-old student. Police telling us the student left South High School and then came back shortly before 2 o'clock. Staff stopped and searched them and found a 9-millimeter pistol. The student left school before police arrived. Olivia Eugenio in Columbus. A newly released report card on school performance since the pandemic showed students in the Cleveland Metropolitan School District dropped 16 points in fourth grade reading and 15 points in math, the biggest drop in the nation. 
ONN's Carmen Blackwell has more. CEO of Cleveland Schools, Eric Gordon, told in a statement in part, quote, our recovery plan includes a large summer learning program, adding instructional time to the day during the school year and providing extra homework and tutoring help. We are preparing to roll out an online tutoring program with live teachers. We know we can and will catch up. Our surveys show that the community expected a drop in test scores, but has confidence that we will recover. In Cleveland, Carmen Blackwell. As the election nears, so does the home heating season, which is expected to be more expensive this winter. ONN's Angela Ann has more with Republican candidate for Ohio's open U.S. Senate seat, J.D. Vance. We caught up with J.D. Vance during a campaign event in Delaware. The big thing that we have to do in Washington is we have to open up our energy markets to bring down the cost of inflation, open up the pipelines, open up new oil and gas leases. We've got so much energy right here in Ohio. Vance added he believes bringing down the cost of energy will help lower costs on gas, food, and home heating. I'm Angela Ann. Inflation is another big concern for voters in the midterm election. ONN's Tracy Townsend asked the Democrat running against Vance about that. We asked Congressman Tim Ryan about his plan for inflation, and he told us he supports tax cuts for working people. Ryan also defended voting for recent big spending bills in Congress. Let's give people tax cut, put some money in their pocket, but we got to dominate these industries of the future. And Ohio's Ohio's winning that battle right now because we got so much investment coming in. I'm Tracy Townsend. Fox News is hosting a town hall style event in Columbus next week, featuring both candidates on Tuesday evening. A record number of women are running to lead their states in the upcoming midterm election. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. Nine women currently serve as governors and more than two dozen are vying to break that record. 19 states have never had a female governor and while 70 women have been major party nominees in the last 16 years, compare that to 350 men who have had their names on the ballot. In all, 13 women could be voted to represent their states this November, which would break the record. Throughout history, only 45 women have ever served as a governor. I'm Amanda Fay. Ohio Democratic candidate Nan Whaley is running to be the first woman elected governor in Ohio's history. While our state has never had a woman elected to the office, Nancy Hollister of Marietta served as governor of Ohio for 11 days at the end of 1998 when then-Governor George Voinovich was elected to the U.S. Senate and she was his lieutenant. There is a big football game coming up in Cleveland. ONN's Dom Tiberi reports. After starting the season with two straight losses, the Cincinnati Bengals have gotten back on track. The Tiger Stripes have now won four out of their last five games, including two victories in a row. The Bengals meet the Cleveland Browns Monday night. Joe Burrow says things are clicking. You know, I'm feeling comfortable. You know, we're getting the timing down. You know, we're, we're starting to find a rhythm as an offense, and then defense is going to continue to do what the defense does. So I think we're finding our stride. I'm Dom Tiberi. And an annual competition between Ohio State and the University of Michigan that the Buckeye side hasn't won since 2017 gets underway today in Columbus. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. The annual blood battle between Ohio State and that team up north happening at the Schottenstein Center. Appointments are preferred, but organizers also accept walk-ins. There will be 48 different blood drives on campus through November 23rd. Blood donated goes to the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.